Hi, this is Gail. Welcome to Part of the Whole, a personal journal dedicated to discovery of your authentic self. I talk about embracing your wholeness, the beautiful and ugly parts alike, to define you for you so you can live the life of your dreams today. And today's episode is about limiting beliefs, something that we all have but are often hard to identify. But when we get to the bottom of them, we can really move forward and reach our dreams and our goals. So right now I am getting ready to jump on a plane to go home. This is the second episode I recorded today. I had a really, really good day because I um, was prepared, already packed and ready to go. So I got to enjoy. I went to a sushi lunch, a sushi buffet with one of my friends and then just kind of hung out and chilled. Um, So I had a really, really good day. And I'm excited to go through this episode because I've never really recorded two in one day but I want to make sure that I'm consistent with putting stuff out. And a lot of that would be on hold if I was at home. I wasn't going to be able to record while I'm on vacation, to be honest. So I'm in a really good space and I hope that this episode comes out well because it's really, really important to me. um, And it was really a way that I was able to make progress towards living the life that I live today, which I consider the life of my dreams. Not perfect, but just still wonderful. So I'm going to start with the story. Um, When I was probably five years old, I was at a party in the Bronx. It was my godmother. I think it was a birthday party, but my godmother lived in the Bronx. She lived in Co-op City, which is pretty um, well-known complex there. I remember she lived like on the top floor and my mother was always like super dramatic about getting on that elevator going all the way up there. But whenever we got there, we had like a great time. My godmother was my mom's like best friend. And so we were at that party. and I just remember, you know, I'm a little kid. So I see all the adults around, but they were playing some type of music and I was dancing myself off, dancing my butt off. I remember specifically doing the running man because I guess that was popular at that time. And I was just really just having a great time. I remember it so significantly. And I remember people around me kind of like cheering me on, like, you know how you do little kids, you cheer them on. Right. And so I just had a really great time. It really stands out in my memory because before you know it, before I knew it, because of age, because of expectations, because of society insecurities, I refused to dance for the longest. I remember being at a wedding with my mom and my family and her like trying to pull me onto the dance floor, getting other people to pull me onto the dance floor. I refused. I didn't do it. Even though clearly as a child, it was something that I loved. I was even in dance school (laughs) and it's kind of like, What made that shift? What made that that change? And for years, I didn't, right? I would never get up at a party and dance. But now, at my big age of 37, I have really embraced it. I have a good time when I go out. I don't sit on the side necessarily. It's not perfect, but I really feel like this is something that I am proud of because it's something so much that I struggled with when I was younger, Okay, so why didn't I do it at first? I mean, honestly, I was felt like I was fat. I was ugly. I was an introvert. So I was closed off. 
I kind of convinced myself that I actually hate parties. I hate being around people. And the reason behind that was I just didn't feel worthy of having a good time. Okay. And all of those things are linked to your limiting and beliefs. So limiting beliefs are, according to Google, a state of mind or a belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. So our limiting beliefs usually come to us in childhood. Um, like they kind of like try to protect us. Like, so for example, perhaps at one point um, I was called a name and that name stuck with me, right? And so I decided that, okay, I'm not going to put myself out there in a way that will let somebody call me that name. They're sometimes subconscious, like we act on them without even knowing it. And everyone experiences them, right? We all experiencing them. And an easy way to identify your limiting beliefs are to look at your New Year's resolutions, okay? Look at your New Year's resolutions and specifically the one that you set year after year but you just don't get them. Chances are limiting beliefs are what are getting is what is getting in the way. So think about common ones like saving money, getting a new job, traveling more, having a partner. How many years have you had them, right? They're often interconnected. Like, for example, um, I'm in debt, so I can't take this trip. Or I want a partner, but I'm too fat, so I need to lose weight first to get that partner. The blocks though are your limiting beliefs. When it comes to getting a new job, you know, imposter syndrome is super real. You might feel like I don't have the skills. I don't have the experience. I'm not going to get a good recommendation because my boss hates me. If you're trying to save money or get out of debt, you might just say that, okay, I'm bad with money. The weight loss one is always a real big one for me. And so You might think if you have failed over and over again, I'm going to fail. Weight loss is hard. It's the biggest battle of my life. You might even give yourself excuses like this is my body makeup. This is what's going to happen. But all of these things can be unlearned. And the unlearning process is actually very simple in theory. But in practice, it takes like a super, super long time. So there was a show on BET called Being Mary Jane, and it was starring Gabrielle Union. Um, She was super toxic in the show, right? If we look back at it, I think she was like some marketing executive and she had just like a whole bunch of like partners and family drama. She really played up the whole independent, strong black woman persona. But one thing she would do is she would paste or like take post-it notes with affirmations and put them all over her mirror. And honestly, unlearning your limiting beliefs really is as simple as figuring out some affirmations to counter those beliefs and getting them into your brain, right? There's something to affirmations. They really honestly help you to rewire your brain. There is science to back this up. One of the best things you can do is train yourself to be psychologically flexible, okay? Meaning that you're willing to look at a situation in a different way. So what is stopping you from 
honestly committing to this practice that might seem like kind of silly on the outlook, like writing an affirmation, right? That's going to help me get to my goal. I'm here to tell you that it is so true. I went from writing my affirmations on a mirror every day to then writing them in a journal. Now I repeat them to myself when I meditate. I went from searching through Pinterest, right, to find the perfect affirmation to being able to come up with them at my own so that when I'm in the present moment, I'm able to access them and remind myself, no, this is not a limit that was, that is true. The evidence against it is all these things I've accomplished. And let me repeat this phrase to myself so that I can remember and go forward with my life. So for each limiting belief you have, provide evidence for and for against them. Write the opposite as an affirmation. You got to get into a routine to do this, to get them into your life. So like I said, mine have evolved as I've definitely developed and made improvements in my life. So kind of we'll go into like a little success story. Um, hate to drive, fearful of driving. I got into an accident prior to leaving the USA, terrified me. I just said, I'm not a driver. I can't do it. Not going to do it. Right. But this school year, I had to learn how to drive. And it terrified me for a long time. I had not driven for a good five years. So what I do did, I realized that it's irrational. You know, it's a belief that I had about myself. I'm just not a good driver. Right. I let that fear take hold of me. I literally Googled some affirmations for driving and repeated them to myself. Um, I think that one of them was, I am calm and at peace when I'm on the road, or I am moving with the flow of traffic. I tapped into some deep breathing, which is really important. um, Something that you learn if you do a meditation practice. And now I'm zipping up and down, um, the highways here in the Middle East. And trust me, they drive insane. And I realized like, I'm actually a good driver. I'm not bad at all. (laughs) Um, One of my biggest accomplishments this year was driving like long distance. Granted, I stayed in the right lane the whole time, but I made it. And I felt so good driving back and forth that weekend. And honestly, what it took was identifying the limiting belief, figuring out some affirmations, tapping into meditation and breathing work. And I was able to do it as I'm sitting here and saying all of this, like, I wonder, you know, if the listener, you, the listener will really take this to heart. Um, but the evidence is there. It does work. There's a reason why there's so much out there about these things. I'll give you another example. Um, one thing that has weighed heavily on me for the past, I would say two years is not being, having a partner. And one day I was journaling, journaling is so important. And I was feeling like I got rejected or something like that. I don't even remember like the exact story, but I pulled up my journal and I listed reasons. I am not a suitable partner, AKA all of my red flags. One of my red flags, I am older, 37, so the risk of having a baby is greater. I have debt. I do not have enough savings. I am a black woman and we are the most undesired ethnicity of women, period. I am overweight. 
Um, one thing that also was, I don't have a set religion cause I don't. And the last one I put was I have never been in a relationship or I haven't been in a relationship past 18 months. And the one that I was in was basically only 18 months and I was 19, I should say. Um, so anyway, for all of those things that I listed, I listed basically like a positive affirmation or really just the truth of the matter. So for example, I am older, 37, so the risk of having a baby is greater. I put, I am older, so I am wiser, and that makes me a suitable partner for someone who is serious about wanting kids. I take care of my body so I can be at peak fertility. Literally just that, writing down that limiting belief, my red flag, I'm old, and putting something to paper, an affirmation that is basically the opposite. And there's evidence to support it when it really comes down to it. Another one was, a big one, I have debt. And so I, what I put was, I mean, literally I wrote this, we literally all have debt and my debt is well managed. I feel like in the black community, debt is looked at like so, so negatively and it holds us back for, from making, or at least it has held me back from making big decisions. But the truth of the matter is we have debt and it's all about managing it well. So having debt does not exclude me from being a good partner. Some affirmations I also usually use are um, ones I tap into a lot are I trust myself to make good decisions. So if I get on a scale in the morning and I see a number I don't like, I can tell myself I trust myself to make good decisions because I can, I can do it. This is not going to be something that I'm going to fail at. I trust myself to do the right thing. When it comes to a partner, I say to myself, I deserve to have the life of my dreams. I am worthy. I am enough. And if you can't quite get there, if you don't quite believe that these things are true about yourself, you need to say it as I am willing. I am willing to feel worthy. I am willing to feel like I'm enough. I am willing to trust myself to make good decisions. I am willing to put in the effort to live the life of my dreams. So yeah, limiting beliefs, identify them, start with what are those resolutions that you just can't seem to get? How are they interconnected? Okay, after you do that, jot them down. Figure it out. Why can't I get there? Is it because I'm afraid I'm going to fail? Is it because I failed every other time, right? I can't get that new job because I don't have the criteria for it, okay? And then write down the opposite, an affirmation that you can try to access in the moment when you're journaling to counter that limiting belief. Honestly, truly, it sounds so simple, but I promise you that it actually works. And soon it will be something that is ingrained in you and that you, I mean, I shouldn't say soon, that's a lie. It takes a lot of work. Like the work is the work, but you have to commit to doing it. I highly suggest you put it into a routine, you know, but then also remember that Routine can be flexible, right? You have to do what works for you. So for example, on the weekends, I don't force myself to journal in the morning. I give myself grace to do it 
to not do it honestly, right? But in the beginning, I was consistent every single day, writing them on my mirror, every single day, putting them in my journal. And now every single day, even if I don't write them out, I am sitting and I am meditating on them because I am committed to removing any limiting beliefs, any blocks that get in the way of being the happiest that I can be. Okay. So I hope that was clear. I hope it, I guess I kind of feel like it's so simple um, or it's stating it as something simple, but the truth is there. I think what is the, I don't remember the truth is in the pudding. I don't know. I think that's like a common saying, but Google it yourself. See, they really do work. Take the time to, and just believe that you can rewire your brain so that you can reach these goals that you have for yourself. Because I'm here to tell you, you deserve to live the life of your dreams. It's about making some small choices, small patterns, getting to the root of them and doing what works for you to get out of whatever rut you're in and make positive steps forward. So yeah, that's the episode for today. I am going to, I guess, edit this real quick, upload it, take a shower, get on the plane and head to the US, which I am excited about. Um, next week, I will post a episode that I did during season one. Um, I don't know which one I'm going to do, but if you haven't listened to it, season one yet, you'll get a chance to next week. And yeah, remember that life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. Embrace each and every part of your whole. Bye. Bye.